This is the Mohead Y'all Show, showcasing the newest and oldest beer style. Heady conversations. Behind the scenes clips. And subscriber exclusives. Do you like craft beer? We, we do, do too. I'm Ann Million Blair. And I'm Deacon Brother Trent. Get ready to pour, pour heavy. What's going on, poor people? We are back with another episode. I've got the beautiful brains. Hello. Bu- 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 the tremendous Aunt Blair. Tremendous. Tremendous. And uh, you just got me old deacon, so. <laughs> the deacon. That's right. The deacon. We've got some pretty interesting things on the uh, table tonight. Don't we? We do. And uh, the first one is Oh, Sorry IPA. <laughs> Never heard of it oh, in my sorry. life. <laughs> it says it's an um- umami IPA brewed with. Bontio Flakes. Yes, man. So what is that, Brains? So you you know a little bit I mean, you know the story. You brought this, so you kind of tell me a little bit more about this. Well, shout out to my son. You know, I brought him up right. I was like, hey, you know, beer is a culinary pursuit. So he's down there in Hotlanta and he's like, Dad, I went to a market and they had these. And I thought about you and the podcast and the mohead y'all and the poor people. And I was like, do tell, son. So he sends me some goodies. And that's one of the goodies right. that was sent. Okay. So I'm reading. So some of this is in English. Some of it's in ja- uh, Japanese. But I'm sorry. I didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> ask you what you'd like. We brewed a truly Japanese beer that we wanted to drink without being bound to the conventional beer scene and standard recipes. Umami IPA <sighs> brewed with dried Bontio. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can see my face right oh, now. No. Did you find out what Bontio is? <laughs> so it's an IPA oh with natural flavors. <laughs> and what is the natural flavor, my dear? <laughs> Oh no! I don't know that I've ever seen brains look like that in what her is life. Bont- now I understand flakes. why it's called sorry. What? What? Is, what, why? what, what? Tell me. What? Okay. Tell what? Us, tell us. Tell us. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the umami is extracted from katsuobushi, otherwise known as bonito flakes, and while it facilitates beer fermentation, it also adds a refreshing and fruity flavor. So then I googled what is Bonito Flakes. Okay. Well, that's not bad no, so far. That sounds great, actually. Yeah. Just wait. What is, oh. bon- what is about me- Bonito? You guys aren't going to care as much as I do. Katsuobushi, otherwise known as Skipjack Tuna, is simmered, smoked, and fermented Skipjack Tuna. It is also known as Bonito Flakes. There is motherfucking fish food in this beer. Oh. Wow. Aunt Blair. Aunt Blair number two, what the fuck? <laughs> but look on the back. It's It's got a tuna. It's got a tuna. A now, true now super this makes food. more sense. Bonito flakes come in as a source of high protein, low salt, low saturated fat, very low carbohydrates. Shaved katsuobushi and dried kelp, otherwise known as kombu, are the main ingredients of dashi, a broth that forms the basis of many soups and sauces in Japanese cuisine. So no wonder it's called sari and it has a tuna on the back. Okay, do this. So this is fun because we had no idea what the hell this was and we just found out. We just found out. And we're going to find out. We're going to find out. So this is brewed with fish, fish flakes. 
and it is clear as day, very clean. Mohead y'all official. official. Right, well, I want the smallest taste of I, this. I shit, hope she please. likes it. Thank you so much. Egg show whitehead. It's see through. It's clean. I don't smell. Tuna. It don't. It don't smell bonito. It don't smell. It don't smell like fish. It don't smell Are like you bonita? Fish. I, I feel bonita. I feel bonita. Listen, I'm. I. They both like fish. I don't eat smells fish. Like a I don't like IPA. fish. So this is. Already doing psychological warfare. Super on clear. Me. It smells like you went flakes. right in for it, Deacon. It smells like Dude. corn flakes. You went right in for it. Yo. Uh oh. Yo. Oh, what? Okay. What? What say you? What say you? What I say is you drink it and then I tell you. I'm not mad at this at all. This is, it's got a very nice grainy, flaky, whatever the bonito flavor. <laughs> face this is actually really good it does not taste like fish no. so i am pleasantly the ipa surprised. portion i'm makes, not mad at this at no. all either this is i can't really describe it but what i can describe is the fact that it's kind of like like cereal grainy yes. but ipa ish yes. and yes. it's clean it and it's smells dry like it, yeah it's very cornflakey. Yeah. yeah yes yeah i would drink this I really Listen wish I could go her. back in time and not figure out what... You, you would get down some Bonito juice. Look at her. Don't call it that because that just makes me think like fish, tuna water, gross. Mm-mm. Umami you know, IPA. On the back end, though, I kind of get a fishy... I get some something strange it's, in the back it's, end. And so it's not like I'm eating like a fish filet. It's not fish paste. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm eating a fish filet, but I, I'm like... <laughs> like you know like like you know so tuna is flaky you know you eat it and it kind of has that kind of like bonita that, it has it has it, it leaves something like in the on your tongue and on the top of your mouth and I that's, think that's why i don't mercury. like fish that's a mercury because that's what that's what this beer is doing to me is leaving that feel in my mouth it's making you into a mad hatter no but and like i said it's it's, it's <laughs> I li- right. I like how it gives me that fish sensation in my mouth. Um, I mean, I know this is gonna sound kind of scary, typical, but I could see myself eating some like uh, chicken and broccoli with this, or some General Tso's, or something like that. You know, something also Asian. But um, I would probably. I wish we would have had this about two months ago when it was super hot. I feel like this would be a nice refresher. Like a lawnmower beer? 100%. Yeah. And I don't know the ABV. Yeah, I was going to say, what's ABV on this? Um, Let's see here real quick. It is six and a half. So not quite lawnmower, but I'd still drink it as a lawnmower beer. It doesn't drink 6.5. No, it drinks lighter. Way lighter. Yeah, it drinks. I like four and a half. I agree. It drinks like a typical lager. I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Good do son yeah good job good do good son. job good do good job <laughs> i, I wonder if he knew what he was getting he like, had no clue okay. he just got it. You. yeah <laughs> he I, was just like my blood a- pressure went up i was scared <laughs> <laughs> you did look frightened when you saw what was it was scared. she look you look like you yeah <laughs> i really was look like you've seen a ghost oh that's funny brain <laughs> that's so funny well hell yeah to um the the Yoho Brewing Company out of Nag, Nagino, Japan. Ain't nobody drinking beer, drinking beer like how we just drank, and that's why you fuck with Mohead, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's facts. That's really interesting. I <laughs> I would have never would have had a umami IPA ever brewed with fish ever. flakes. Never. 
Ever. Never crossed my mind. I've had some really crazy beer. Like I've had What's be- the craziest beer you've ever drank? Ooh. AJ's Garage. Mm, that's not the craziest. I'd say that was probably one of the most disgusting beers yeah. I've ever Straight had. Straight up like disgusting. Why? Okay, it was a McKellar beer. It was <gasps> okay. a, it was the black label, is what they called it, but they had like a it lo- it was very Wasn't the black label a series that McKellar did or no? No. Okay. It was a um it kinda it had Asian inspired like they had made like a symbol, but it was very Asian inspired and it was very umami esque, but it literally tastes like paint thinner. Ooh. Or like fingernail, fingernail polish, polish remover. Ooh. And I remember AJ like, Oh, this is so good and we were like, Man, this I could I could probably take the paint off your walls off the like you say, beers. But, but the, the taste is so subjective, right? So there you it, go. The it worst was beer literally that, just called black. Oh, okay. And uh, th- like we said, you know. Like uh, a Pearl Jam song. Kind of, yeah. Uh, the best beer would be your worst beer or vice versa. Right. That's it right there. Yep. Look at it. Very Asian inspired. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never seen that before. But the craziest beer I think I've ever had was a beer was actually probably that beer right there by Rogue is when they took the yeast off the brewer's beard, mm-hmm. cultivated the yeast and then brewed a beer with there. the yeast. Wow. I think that might be the most out there beer. Okay. Probably. That you've ever tried? I think so. I would say so. That McKellar beer was seventeen point five percent. I still I'm still hung over from that beer. <laughs> And that was years ago. Oh, yeah. wow. And, and it was like hangover. one of small bottles. You have like long COVID hangover. Like PTSD type shit. I think the, the beard yeast one. And then also, um, did we, I know we watched the episode with uh, Dogfish Head where they made the Chicho. Did we ever get to try Chicho? No, we, we never didn't? got to try okay. the Chicho. I was going to say, that's probably the weirdest beer I'd ever drink. I couldn't remember if we ever got to try it or not. Which, I mean, I would still drink chicha. Yeah. I, I would, would ha- still I drink. I would have to pump myself up to do it, but I yeah. would drink traditional chicha. I, I know you would. <laughs> they literally serve it to you in a, like, a, like a clay pot. They filter it with hay. So I mean, I it's probably couldn't drink it then. I have alert hay reaction. Hay filter, not coal filter. Or hay it might filter. fucking help. Make some me immune. Might to my help allergies. some situations you got going on, <laughs> which in India. Which in India? <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. I'm not mad about sorry. No, I'm not um, sorry that I. I'm sorry that I thought highly uh, bad about you. Umami You're sorry happy. that you thought you were going to be sorry. That's right, I'm and sorry. I'm sorry that I'm pleasantly surprised that I'm not sorry. I'm sorry I touched you. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Anyways, let's touch the next beer. What do we have? Urban the chestnut on the oh, table, urban baby. Cheesy. <laughs> he said, "Urban cheesy if it ain't, ain't going down cheesy. easy if it ain't cheesy, baby." Come on now, right? So Count Orlock, man, with oh, the pointy ears. When I was looking for pumpkin beers, this is one of those I found, and I was like, "Man, it's urban chestnut." It says black pumpkin beer on it. I'm curious, so I picked it up. I did do the research. I'm not going to tell you what it is until you drink it. Because if I tell you, great. you won't drink it. Fucking great. <laughs> Says the brainy one. It's pumpkin. I just drank fish food. <laughs> but for real, Not much. I'm pleasantly surprised how good that shit is. Me too. I would buy a sixer. You know what? I would too. I ain't and probably try. share a couple. You know, like go give a couple out and just let people try it because that's something that most people don't 
experience is something that a beer that is brewed with fish flakes. You know, it's funny that I'm over here saying how uncomfortable that makes me, but do you remember how long and hard we looked for brunch weasel and i was totally fine with drinking oh i that. forgot yeah. about that i, for, I forgot brunch we drank weasel, weasel poop so that I'm might okay. be another weasel one. poop i'm yep. okay with drinking weasel shit but, but not fish flakes, right, not fish flakes. <laughs> I, I forgot i about forgot about that weasel. beer i didn't yeah. that's one of my favorite brunch, beers i've ever experienced beer. that was a good beer a good no remember fun. when we tried that the first time boo and how crazy the experience yes. was i was so st- we found it at little beer store official we found it at Louisville Beer Store. We we looked for that shit for forever, and we finally found it. At we found that one at Party Pack. Remember, it was the it was the shake. Was it? Yeah, yeah it was the shake breakfast found, one. Yeah, the breakfast yeah, the shake breakfast we found one. at. Uh, wow, Aunt, look at that. Yeah. Mohead, y'all official. I love that glass. Yeah, it's a sweet glass. Won it on Instagram. Nice. So, Urban Chestnut, if. The listeners right now have not ever had Urban Chestnut. You live either in a barn, under a rock. <laughs> you live in a box or something. And maybe that's their prerogative and that's okay. Well, it's a problem. It's not a prerogative. <laughs> it's a problem. Because Urban Chestnut, in my opinion, is one of the best lager um, breweries in the world. Um, they make Swickle, which is one of my top ten favorite beers of all time. No question. What's the other one? And you always remember how to pronounce it correctly. The the stammer, the red label. Stamage. Stamage. Yes. And then they do uh, Dorf beer, which is their uh, dark lager. They do Oktoberfest. So they do a lot of different things. So this one's a little different. Our friend over at Cedar Creek, Brandon Fry, told us that that was pretty interesting for what it is. Um, it says it's a black pumpkin beer. Um, let's go ahead and see what. Uh, you you get you a whiff and the smell and the taste and I'm gonna tell you what it is after you drink it. Like I said, because are we want you want us to guess what like this what style it is? Oh okay, it's a pumpkin. Five point four. It's a pumpkin beer, five point four. But what is it? What kind of what style? What's the the base or the style of the beer? Okay. Someone just texted me, and it was Chad. Hey Chad. Shout out Chad. Hey, what's up Chad? He we- just, hey, he just said I found some non-alcoholic options that are infused. At Pride today. Hell yeah. And they're called Floral. Um, one is a strawberry. It's sparkling water with hemp botanicals. And it's got one's pineapple mint, strawberry mango, tropical. And it's got Delta 8 in it. Good looking out, Chad. Thank you. Yes, sir. Shout out to you. Shout out to LB. And shout out to Jason. Correct. Yo. What's up, fellas? Old Chad was the recipient of the first giveaway. So that was pretty awesome. Back in the day. Back Back in in the the day. day. That's right. So uh, smelling this pumpkin beer, what do you guys think it is? It tastes smoky. I can smell and taste it and I know exactly what it is. Pumpkin spices are pretty tame, which I like. But this beer style, I do not. And I bought this without knowing what it is. Until I did the research. Hold on. I see it in your eyes. Mm. You smell it. I think I know what it is. You taste it. It's not... Cloves. It's not... Yep. Is it... What is it, girl? What are you tasting, Aunt? Cloves? Really? I'm going to say this is a jefe. What do you think, Aunt? What do you think this is? Do another taste. 
It's the back end that's telling me that's what it is. It's aroma and taste is what kind I, of banana eat in the back end. Like a heavy, yeah. like clovey. What do you think? What do you think it is? You think it's a triple? You think it's a heffy? Do you think it's a quad? I don't get a lot of clove. A little clove, not a lot of clove. It's that weird banana thing. Yeah, like, banana for sure. And the clove is in in the in the uh, like the pumpkin like the seasoning things for me. Maybe even on the like when I search for the spices. Kind of get like that cl the clove from there too, but you're right. The spices are pretty tame. Yeah. Like in this er these areas. In the cheeks. <laughs> yeah. And, are we yeah. right or wrong? Are you ready? Yeah. This is a dunkle vice with pumpkin spice. Okay. So it is a dark. A dunkle vice with pumpkin spice. Okay. A dark hefeweizen with I pumpkin ain't spice. See it twice. Okay. We all already know how much I don't like pumpkin beer. And I hate hefes. This is okay. I don't. I, I don't hate this. I think the reason why you're not tasting so much clove because the clove is is melding with the spices because right. clove the hefeweizen and yeast gives off clove spice characteristics. I think in the way this was done, everything complements each other so well that I'm not off put now knowing what the style is or the fact that it's a pumpkin ale. Because if spices. I would have told you what it was, you probably wouldn't I would not have this. been interested right. in trying it, which is right. on me. But it's not horrible. I'm not gonna seek it out. But it's not, it's not horrible. So the lacing and the head, 100% true to form. Mohead, y'all official. I would like to, I would like this to warm up a little more, to be honest. Now because that, I think there's, I think there's more <coughs> in it. Yeah. Than what we're tasting right now. Right. And now that mine is kind of warming up because I was holding it, I'm starting to like it less. Really? Yeah. Me too, because it's more, it becomes more heavy bison for me. Oh. And at this point, I can't drink no more. Like this is a one sipper <laughs> for me. I didn't know what this was until I bought it, and then I bought it and it said dark wheat ale. And I'm like, hmm. And then I they're not lying. I looked on the their website. <laughs> right. and it, and they're, so, they're not lying. Right. Exactly. Uncle Vice with hef, with uh, spices. That so. makes me so proud of myself. I'm not even gonna lie. So, I'm very proud why? of you that I was able to taste that. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> gonna you go get, job, get, get my fifth row before we know it. <laughs> you weren't wrong. You weren't wrong. And see, I don't mind it. I like bananas. Well, so you would like Hefeweizen? I like bananas, too. I don't like artificial banana flavorings. The way that Hefe's put off the banana flavoring. Interesting. That's not what I... I don't like that. I like that. I like clove. Clove cigarettes. If I ever smoke a cigarette, and that's smoke very rare, I'll smoke a clove. Right on. Interesting. Yeah. I just... I've never been a fan of Hefeweizen, and if I am going to drink anything that is a, a variant of a Hefeweizen, it's got to be really... Um, Bubble gummy for me. It mm. can't be banana. It can't be fruit that makes ester. Sense. It's got knowing be you that bu makes bubble sense. gum ester for me. But even then, I it just have a vices are just not my my jam whatsoever. That's so interesting, man. I, so, I I used to like whip beers a lot, and yeah, they're the closest thing I can get to mm. half a vices without wanting to puke. Isn't uh, mm. what's that winter wit that we would always grab? Is that founders beer? Winter wit. Yeah, it's got it's blue. The that is bells. That's bells. That was okay. a winter white ale, yeah. which they yeah they yep. make, but they changed the label and the name. Oh. And now, speaking of bells, serendipitous, they actually um, are coming out with a new type of Oberon for yes. these for the cold season. Yep. Cold. Um, wow! I just had it. I, That's what it's called. Wow, I just had it. <laughs> yes, it's called Wow, I just had that. Um, I got it. Fuck. 
Eclipse. Okay. Yeah. Oberon Eclipse. Eclipse. And it's brewed with coriander, orange peel, and I think one other thing. So basically. Coriander and orange peel and an Oberon, even without the third element, I'm like, right. I'm curious. Because ne- Oberon almost gives off that vibe by itself anyways. And then you add the actual elements of what you're tasting that's actually, you know what I mean? So they're kind of turning Oberon into a wit beer, essentially. Hmm. Well, for the winter, right? But I would almost prefer just the winter welcome. But can, can can couldn't couldn't you do that with Oberon though? If you're trying to oh, do something 100% different, because of the and style, appeal to a right, different crowd, because of the style of beer yep, and people beer. people want Oberon all year round, but they want to do it a little differently. You get Oberon all year round, but it's going to be in a different variation. Exactly. Of Which I think is smart on Bill's behalf. I agree. I, I, I agree. It keeps them relevant. It keeps people coming. You know, Keep them guessing, so to speak. Right. We had that uh, four-pack. Yes. Earlier in the summer. Of the, of the summer, variants. Right. Of the variations of the, the summer. It was tropical. Uh, you the got one up there. Mango habanero, which is my personal favorite. The, the OG is. version of that beer is really good. Um, it was in cherry. Yeah, and cherry. Right. And then the tropical, which I think tropical, out of all that, all of all four, the tropical was the best. Yeah, I remember us drinking those and I, we, we ranked them and whatnot. You know, but I, I, that's a very smart strategy from Bells to be able to shit. Give me a seasonal four pack of Oberon. Why not? Right. You know, so they do a seasonal four pack of winters. Like you say, you know, you do a wit. You know, you do some other style like that that's more winter appropriate. Right. Do one in the spring, do Mm -hmm. one in the summer. You could 100% do that with that beer. With Oberon, they, however long they've been brewing that beer, they know 11 ways to Tuesday how to do something with that beer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they make a day out of it, right? They have a marathon over it. Like, it's a whole big whoop-de-doo, so it's... It makes sense to me that they um, are more getting more innovated with Oberon because it's a classic. It's basically their flagship beer for the most part. It's one of their flagship beers. Why not do something different with a flagship? That's one thing that I'm getting really aggravated over. Breweries not doing anymore is making they're they're making all these crazy beers, right? But like, remember when breweries used to make like you know let's say friends for example they made a brown ale okay and then like a year later they came with a br- that brown ale had coffee yeah and everyone flipped the fuck out over it and then they made like a like a fucking uh, a golden ale and then that golden ale was super good and then they decided to put some raspberries in it just shit like that not let's not make it crazy let's just add just one or two little ingredients to a, a flagship and make that better yeah right i don't see that very often anymore you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. You know, you don't see many single hot beers. Right. You don't see a whole lot of smash beers anymore. No, You're man. You're not seeing black IPAs anymore. Some people are trying to make it come back, I but s- it's, it's it's little pockets here and right. there. Right. Little, little pockets of rebellions, right? Like, exactly. It's not like little it used to be back in the day, right? It didn't yep. used to be like it when it was a dark uh, Cascadian dark ale, right? When it was... And Gotta be it, a black IPA. Right. And people t- drinking IPAs. Right, right. Um, but uh, that just makes me think of the saying, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Correct. But also, that kind of ties in with what we were talking with um, Brandon most recently about 
some breweries uh, masking off flavors by over hopping mm, right. and over flavoring. Or adjuncting, yeah. So I understand yeah. the need or the feeling of wanting to stay, quote unquote, on trend or, you know, chasing trends in the craft beer community. But now I'm more in tune with, you know, I'm asking, why are you doing this? And, you know, if you, it's the cheese, our cheese pizza theory, I'm not going to go to a, cheese, a pizza place. Right. And if you fuck up a cheese pizza, I don't trust you to do anything then why else. Why are you pizzeria? If you're yeah. a brewery, then how come you can't make a lager? <laughs> if you can't make, you know, right. simple, true to style beers, then maybe you shouldn't be fucking with all these like super extra special, exactly. like trendy, gimmicky bullshit. So um, I have a question about this beer. Sorry okay. to interrupt. No, go your for thought. it. I like when you ask so, questions. So, um, I'm pr- again. I'm proud of myself for figuring out this was a hefe or some form of a hefe. One hundred percent. The levels of it, though, because you said it's a dunkel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dinkle. So what makes it not not a hefeweizen and a dunkel? So instead? the the difference between a hefeweizen and a dunkelweizen. Dunkel means dark, so it's brewed okay. with darker malt. It's a hefeweizen brewed with darker malt. Okay. And a hefeweizen is lighter. Right. So it's, so for layman's terms, you got Modelo and Modelo Negro. Okay. You got Hefeweizen and a Dunkelweizen. So maybe if they if I see or Wiesen, Dunkel Wiesen. Maybe if I see Wiesen. a Wiesen. Dunkel on I had a German video. correct me one time. Maybe if I see I'm sure he I was did. like I'm sorry. Sorry, so sorry, so sorry. It was, a he. It, was a, it was an old man from Germany. Maybe if I see a Dunkel on a menu somewhere I will be less hesitant in trying it well, because with this one Slam Dunkel. It's not as I like that. Slam, Slam Dunkel. dunkel. Uh, with a lot of Dunkelweissens, they tend to be like Hefeweissens, but more a little roastier. They're still going to have that heavy banana, that clove, those Well, the first note I got esters. was like it was roasty and smoky kind of. Right, but then so. you get that element of it. It's, yeah. it's They're basically brewing it with uh, midnight wheat, which is a, a wheat that's been kilned longer. Gotcha. Essentially, yeah. Kilned. Kilned. But I can't fuck with this beer, so... So I guess you got to open up the little waxy, or is that a crayon, melted crayon? I, I don't know. Well, technically, crayons are wax. Shut so, your mouth. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, this one. Oh, look at you making your homemade. Over here. <laughs> making your homemade dump bucket. <laughs> I hope you like this next one because you're dump bucket fool. Well, Indeed. so I've had experience before with this brewery, this next brewery we're about to try. This is by a new brewery out of Lebanon, Indiana, called Coos Brews. Not Blues Cruise. Clues Brews. Coos Brews. Coos Brews. Coos Brews. You think they did it on purpose? Mm. No? You don't the think? owner's last name is Clues. Oh, you don't think because they like really that. liked SpongeBob or something, they would just name it after the a cartoon they really liked, like Blues Cruise? No, I don't think so. Wink, wink. Okay, anyways, <laughs> so this is called Dom Dom. It is a Ukrainian imperial breakfast stout with maple, chocolate, and coffee barrel aged in old 55 bourbon barrels. 14% uh, ABV. Aunt, do you remember a few weeks ago when we kind of jokingly said, wonder well, when someone's going to come out? A few months ago. Well, yeah, remember... We we jokingly said, yeah. when's someone going to come out with the Ukrainian yep. imp- imperial and style? And shortly later, here we he, are. He, lit- he found it randomly. And here we are. <laughs> do, do any of the proceeds from this beer go to the Ukrainian war? I doubt it. Um, there's nothing that says that, but it is brewed with Sugar Creek Malt and Crazy uh, Horse Hops, which is all Indiana. Well, that makes Who's sense. Your Who's your proud beer, Who's man? your proud? So I had one of their beers not too long ago and did a review on it on craft picks and it was a dream sickle cream ale 
15 SPF. And I'm going to be honest, it was not good. It had this very, chapstick. it had this, this chapstick, chapstick off flavor, which I didn't explain a whole lot in the video. I tried to keep it under a minute, um, but um, it had this off flavor. I think it was maybe from the flavoring or maybe the beer perhaps, but it gave off heli chapstick. Like I opened up a tube of Blistex and was eating it and I just wasn't a fan. So I'm sorry, Cools Brews. I hope this is the redemption beer. We got a lot of it if it ain't. <laughs> We're going to find out. It sounded really good. We about to find out. Sounded super we good. We about to find out. Uh, I bought them at the same time for $11 for a 14% bomber for what it is. Um, I didn't see the reason why not to buy it. You might. I don't know if you'll have to shave a little bit off. You might be able to get lucky. So it's got some uh, crayon on there, some yellow crayon. Matches ants. Oh. It's waxed, dipped. He's got it open. Look at him. Okay, Man, cool. I'm a master of waxing. <laughs> master waxer. Master wax master, on, ma wax off. Master blaster. So what I like about this is, I don't mm. know if they're doing, I'm presuming they are, but the whole, oh, look at that. The mm. whole, uh, it reminds me of uh, Bam Bam mm -hmm. from uh, the Flintstones. Dom yes. Dom, Bam Dom, Bam. Dom Bam, Bam, Bam. Yep. Blonde haired guy. Yep. Got the little bone and little bikini and whatnot. I would assume that's the brewer. Or the owner, I would assume. Yeah, it reminds me of that whole thing. Uh, pull it up. Pull, 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 oh, pull it up. Cold. It's all good. That's yeah, all good. Uh, Brains? I only want a little bit of this, please. So 14%, 35 IBUs. Oh, that is a thick boy. Oh, Look my at that. God. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That head looks awesome. Look how dark it is. He, okay, Aunt just set this down probably a foot and a half she in front of me. Smell her. I just got wafted. Oh. It reminds pretty. me of Cocoa Pebbles. Look how pretty really? that is. Yeah, though. that is. Like the colors? Yeah. Cocoa yeah, Pebbles. for yeah. sure. Like the color your milk turns when you glug, eat Cocoa glug, Pebbles. Lug, lug, Looks like motor Lord oil. Heaven. It's got a like nice brown chocolate head, chocolate head on this it. This is chocolate. Cocoa. Oh, yeah, Cocoa, chocolate head. Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Lord have mercy. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. That's intense. Look at that. Can I read? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is intense. The smell is. Look at Oh, you can see that. the legs on my glass. You can see the alcohol. It has wow. legs. Wow. Look at that. Holy, you see that? Uh -huh. That's not dum, water. Dum, 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 That's dum, alcohol. Yeah. Look at that, Ant. You see that? That's alcohol. Yes. That's straight up alcohol, dude. <laughs> you said alcohol. Shit, dogs. Alcohol. All right. Well, there's only one thing to do, right? Let's clink, clink. Oh, never mind. Sorry. We'll clink, clink. Definitely has a breakfast stout nose to it. I'm not mad. And it has maple and it's coffee. It's chewy. It is a chewy beer. It Winston, did, you can't have none, homie. It didn't. It didn't hit me with as much alcohol as I thought it was going to, like the boozy burn, you mm. know. No. It's very chocolatey. Okay, so I'm tasting two things. I don't get very much coffee. Though. I'm tasting roast and chocolate and straight up rubbing alcohol. I didn't get any of that, and I was in worried middle, about it. Like in the middle of At the, the, middle to the in middle to the end, yeah, is where I'm getting that, hmm. that rubbing alcohol feel. I was worried about that, and I didn't get any of I'm that. I'm not really getting... I'm getting a little barrel. I get 
kind of a waffle cone feel, which I really like when barrel aged mm. stouts do is give that waffle cone feel. But this is barrel aged. Yeah, all fifty five bourbon, uh, bourbon barrels. Okay. Fourteen um, percent. Yeah. I'm kind of confused because I when you put maple in a beer, it needs to be maple. And if you would have gave this to me and not told me uh-huh. I had maple in it, I would have no idea. No. But maple can fall off pretty quick. So how old is this bottle? It, I have no idea. See, because I've had maple beers and, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, vanilla. You know, right. some of those adjunct flavors just don't last long. You're right. Um, I don't know what I've the also, age is. I've had a few maple beers myself. Um, and the only thing that the reason why it probably didn't fall off, Ant, because maple, you're not really going to get any flavoring with actual maple because if you put maple syrup into a beer it's going to ferment yeah it's going to you ferment add out to the ABV. right it's going to ferment out and it's not really going to give off maple flavor just, turns just, into just sugar. like honey it's just sugar you're not going to really get it you're if anything you're going to i've had beers that said they have maple in it and i've gotten maple me too it. because it was flavoring like really adjunct <laughs> we learned really? about that we learned about that recently remember didn't know it was like that for maple. Because what, what is maple syrup? It's sugar from a tree. No doubt. So when you, when the yeast eats sugar, it's it, going to it eat that too. Out. So therefore, you are not going to get maple flavor. You're just going to get ABV. In aroma. When people say, "Ooh, I really taste the honey in this beer," bullshit. You're fucking lying <laughs> because you're not tasting it. You're actually smelling it through the aroma. Only honey contributes Old to faction. is aroma. And sugar content. That's it. Same thing with maple Interesting. syrup. Interesting. I mean, yep. that's the premise of mead is honey, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's where. That's why most meads have such a higher alcohol content. Because it's sugar. Yeah. It's nothing but sugar water. Yeah. With flavor. Yeah. So this is basically what. It's like a heavy freaking white claw. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah, it's what mead is, but more elegant. But it's it's literally just sugar fermented with. With or without some type of adjunct. And so people who are like, like you said, you know, who have these sugary flavors. In fact, it's adjunct flavor. Right. Mm -hmm. It's an extract. Whatever maple you're tasting isn't real maple. You heard it here first. All y'all motherfuckers who didn't know. Like how I didn't know. Now y'all know. I would probably argue with that a little bit. With what? With whoever says I'm wrong. I'd probably argue with him with that because oh. I because the only this way This is how confident this man I'm just is. saying he because will argue back with you. I'm just saying it's it's sugar. It's gonna ferment out. You're not you, you might get aroma, but deep down the only way you're gonna get a maple flavored beer is by something that it's flavored. Can it's they a, say flavoring? So can, they can say it's a maple beer if they put maple in it. And you're not getting maple flavor because the maple flavor would ferment off. Sure. Now, there are breweries who will barrel age their beers in maple maple syrup barrels. And yes, that can kind of give off a little bit of flavor. But you're not going to get fucking straight up maple syrup. You're going to get like a nuance. Yes, like notes. But I think aren't there situations too, I'm sure, where somebody might brew with like a natural maple syrup and then also add the adjunct. But then the person that's drinking it thinks like, oh, I can really taste the maple. And they think it's from syrup. Or Or could you just put maple syrup into it after the fact? You mean like, do you mean like in the bright tank, like in conditioning? 
Or do you mean like... Yeah, so it's not like in the brewing process. It's like you're dry hopping it with maple syrup. So that it doesn't have an opportunity to ferment into sugar and add ABV. It, it has a, a, a chance to ferment. At every point? It can, okay. yes. Even though it's been cold Well, you crashed, said it can, but that doesn't mean that it would happen. It, it Correct. If you do your shit right, yes. But when you add sugar content, anything that's sugary to a beer that may have just a quaff's worth of of natural yeast in it, that yeast is going to fucking kick up and start eating. And then that's what when your bottles and your cans start blow exploding. Up. That's fermentation. It re-ferments. It'll start, so all those super it will flavorful beers that blow up. <laughs> so even if you added the sugar after the fact, there's still the opportunity for the the, the consuming of the sugar the to science happen. Still happens. The science still happens. Yeah. Yep. So if you pasteurized it, I think even just adding maple syrup to a bright tank, I don't know if that's really going to do a whole lot. It might. I'm not experienced of, of conditioning beers with maple syrup. I just know that. Well, just any something like that. Let's say it's a fruit. Let's say it's a whatever. I mean, we've had pasteurized beers with like a fruit flavor in them where it was. Because if, the, if it's pasteurized, then that eating process doesn't happen so right. if you threw maple syrup or fruit or whatever in it it wouldn't get eaten because there's nothing in it to eat it i think maple syrup is too thick just to throw into a bright tank and then just set it it, it will literally go down the bottom yeah it will just clog it's not gonna mix i've heard stories of people doing some crazy shit like yeah the fucking firm, uh, i mean people fucking brew beer with cheeseburgers that's what so I, I mean I, that's what i'm saying <laughs> i've heard stories yeah. right. i've heard stories they they just persevere you can't just throw maple into a bright tank and then it's going to be a maple beer that's not how that works it's just not i don't think it's going to infuse like that it's it's thick it's going to go to the bottom and then you're going to have to clean that even you can get, if you get your beer out of the tank so it's not so it's kind of like adding like a honey to your coffee kind of thing you know it might take it might not type of thing essentially yeah now with coffee your coffee is not going to ferment your honey so you're going to taste it and so, again, just to make sure that I understand. So if you pasteurize it and that process doesn't take place to where the sugar gets eaten, even if you added it in, you're still not guaranteed that flavor. Facts. Because if you put maple syrup into a solution that's thinner than itself, it's all it's going to do is just make its way to the bottom. And when you open that keg or open that that bright tank to keg it, you're gonna get nothing. But if it's not clogged, you're gonna get the nothing. sludge. You're gonna yeah. get sludge of maple syrup, and you you might get a taste of it. You might get a nuance, but there's a good chance it's gonna re-ferment again. Right, because you can't heat it back up. You cannot. My only way you can fix that is by pasteurizing it. But that's if the beer holds the flavoring to the, to whatever. That's why brewers use flavoring. So I was going, syrup because exactly syrup, my point. Because syrup, all syrup does is sugar. It referments. No taste. ABV. That's all it is. So you heard it here first, y'all. Motherfuckers. I like it when you challenge me and you ask me questions in a different way. I'm challenge trying to get me. The, I'm trying. I ain't trying to challenge. I'm no, just no, no, no. I like I'm just that. asking questions. No, I like that because I don't know. Right. But yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to learn. Right. I'm giving so, you hypotheticals, so, so, so you have to right. go deeper into your explanation. Right. So basically, you can't just throw a fucking bucket of maple syrup in your finished beer and and expect it to fucking be a maple beer. That's so. Yes, man. So the whole flavoring phenomenon. 
If anything, I would throw the maple syrup into the boil. That's where your best bet is to get that flavoring. That's your best bet. So if you did that and then pasteurize it, would you get flavor? Possibly. but Before it gets completely eaten up. Yeah, possibly, but it really depends on how it ferments off. Because even then you're not guaranteed. But that's where you'd want your aroma and flavoring, if you're going to do something like that, is in the boil. So, for instance, uh, some wands of honey wheat, we would throw the, the, the honey into the boil process. So it gets that extraction of aroma or as much flavor as you could. I mean, the honey the definitely honey. added right. to the color and then it added to the nose on it. Right. But I don't think I ever really tasted a whole lot of honey in that beer. You but won't. When Interesting. You, but when you hear people say, like, oh, I can really taste the honey or the maple syrup, it's not that you're tasting it. It's that you're smelling it. Right. Because or even you're getting sweetness, but you're assuming that it's correct. honey. Yeah, because a lot of, yeah. olfaction response. You're right. smelling it, which yep. is making your brain think that it tastes like that. A lot of people confuse sweetness with flavor. Technically, sweetness is a flavor, but when it comes to honey or something like that, it's not. It's just a, a mouthfeel or, or uh, um, adjective. I also think people don't know the difference between olfaction and gustation. Ooh, talk to me dirty. Well, gustation what you is what you actually about? what your tongue does and when you're tasting things in your mouth, but the reason that you're able to taste them is because of what you're smelling. Right, because your your taste is, they say, it's 70, all connected. 75 to 80% of your your taste it's yeah. all connected right because whatever you're tasting is what you're actually smelling exactly so you smell popcorn you're gonna taste popcorn now that this beer is warmed up i'm not a fan and i'm getting more of that boozy alcohol me too but i'm also getting hella dark chocolate though too yeah. that first taste it the dark the bitterness of the dark chocolate kind of cut that alcohol now i'm not digging it so much the more it warms up, it's starting to smell umami and uh not like the ipa but it's starting to smell like um who, mommy? Who's mommy? <laughs> it kind of smells like feet. <laughs> cool. Man, well, people need to, like, take their feet and go in the direction of Patreon. Yeah, they do. They should because they should put their shoes on, walk their ha- happy asses over to the computer or whatever devices they use. Or just reach over and grab your phone. Right. If you have to put shoes on to do that, then go do it. <laughs> but if you not, don't wanna, then you should. Right. If you don't want to download an app, you can just simply go to whatever browser your phone it comes standard with and you type in oh, patreon.com slash mohead and it'll take you directly to our Patreon page where you can explore the collections that we offer as well as all of the tiers and membership offerings that we have. For less than four cents a day, you too can become part of Poor People Nation. For sure. And do some good things in the world because you know what? We talking about ELE. Brother Trent, what's ELE? Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. And you know what? Crab beer is the social lubricant that enables people to love other people. And that's what we trying to do. And a dollar a day can spread that love. A day. Yeah. Less than four cents a day, a dollar a month, $12 a year gets you started, gets you a shout out. And then it only goes up from there. Because what do we say? If it's not love... It's not, not no head, yo. Job. And when you're not given that dollar, that's not love. Oh, my goodness. I'm but just, we I'm still love you. Yes, we still love you yeah, no matter what. I'm just kidding. We'll but love you, really, you more you if really you should. a dollar. <laughs> uh, PSA announcement, go go to Patreon. Go hit that up at least the dollar tier so you get your name out on every episode. If not, I would. it would be awesome if you kept going up. 
the tiers, but if not, then a dollar will work. And even if you can't afford a dollar a month, that's totally okay, too. 100%. You can do something as simple as give us a review on Spotify or TikTok. where are you listening to this show. It doesn't cost you. It doesn't cost you right. nothing to like us on TikTok or follow us on TikTok. Yep. Or tell Subscribe your to us on YouTube. Share us with Face. your friends. Comment on Facebook. Don't yep. cost you nothing. Interact with us on Instagram. All those things. We appreciate all of the support in whatever 100%. way you can give it. 100%. And with that being said, love y'all. Bye. Thanks for hanging out, y'all. Yo, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon. Patreon. Remember to enjoy responsibly. Take care of each other. And always pour heavy. heavy.